I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I think we can all agree the last week in professional wrestling when it comes to news has been totally exhausting. Like yesterday around about 2 p.m. I just went and I woke up because I was super duper tired. And of course, everybody has had their say in the sense what is gonna happen with WWE, what's not gonna happen with WWE. But we haven't heard from the premier source of information, so I think we should do that right now. Because what do you think about this, Puppet Miller? I don't care. What is the point of you? I shouldn't have thrown him on the floor. It's probably going to kill me in the night, like some kind of crap horror movie. Hello. My name is Simon from What Culture. It's not Simon Miller, that doesn't make any sense. Let's just up those downs for Smack Down. Gunther versus Braun Strowman was our first match on this week's episode of Smack Down, and it was for the Intercontinental Championship. It was just big men. Slap it, man, meat. It also meant the SmackDown started with Raw. For some reason, that made me laugh. That was meant to be the intro to Braun Strowman's music. I'm not having some kind of aneurysm. And of course, we had some story here because Imperium have worked on Braun Strowman's arm over the last few weeks. So when Gunth get in the ring, what did he do? He went after it like it was a piece of meat and he was a bear. Before that though, Gunther was acting like, oh, I'm really scared of Braun Strowman, which actually he should have been. Because when Braun got his hands on him, he just threw him over the top rope. So I was like, well, I suppose you are the bigger of the two men and therefore you can slap more meat. As soon as I had said that, I was like, no, no one should ever say that again. Strowman also tackled Gunther over Alan the announce table, which always looks kind of crazy. And this is when the G-man went, I know what I should do. I've got to go after that limb. So we started hitting it. Eventually, Strowman went down. He also gave Strowman this crazy clothesline, and there is absolutely no way his plan wasn't, I wonder if I can decapitate this man, and I wonder how it would feel. Eventually, I think he did get bored, because he distracted the referee, but of course, this is when the rest of Empyrean ran down, and they started to take sheep shots on Braun Strowman. It was just like, man, what a couple of dicks. Braun was able to fight back from this, and he hit the power slam for a good near fall, but I'll level with you. I'll let you into Simon Miller's world. I just never truly believed that Braun Braun Strowman was going to win here. Mostly when you look at the build and how good Gunther has been, it just wouldn't have been the right time to pull the trigger. The fans did not agree though, because they were going nuts for everything Braun Strowman was doing, including when he busted out a spine buster. And don't forget the whole point of that is to bust the spine. And once again, Gunther was then thinking outside the box. He's like, all right, well, I may be massive, but I'm going to climb to the top rope and I'm going to hit a splash. 
know he's done it before, but I always think it's crazy. They were then tussling on the top, and I was like, there's no way you should be doing this because you're both mammoths. But actually, it was a very smart way to tie into the finish because, of course, Braun Strowman was already suspended up in the air. So Gunther basically took his head, he put it in Braun Strowman's groin or region, he walked to the middle of the ring, he gave him the powerbomb, one, two, three. He is still the Intercontinental Champion. So this was really fun. It did exactly what you expected it to do. Just big dudes smacking each other. And I am never going to get bored of that. Also, what a damn run Gunther is having. Getting it up. And then, Sami Zayn got screwed. I mean, poor guy. Because he went to the Bloodline locker room to strategize for his match with Kevin Owens. When he was met by Paul Heyman, he was like, nah, bruh. No one's here tonight, no Roman Reigns, no Solo Sokoa, no Usos. They want you to defeat KO all by yourself. And by Jove, they know you can do it. So not only is this cruel, but it means one of them at least told Sam, oh, of course we're gonna be there, because he went to the locker room to see them. So that just made me feel all sad in my tum-tum. It's a bit like, yeah, I get this. You know, you go to the cinema and you're waiting there and you're like, oh, she'll turn up eventually. She'll turn up eventually. And the whole movie is over and you're still standing there like some kind of idiot. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. However, of course, because Sami Zayn is a good soldier, he was like, oh, yeah, of course, I totally agree with Roman Reigns because I love that man. And he even used the line because he will beat Kevin Owens later, which is not a prediction. It's a spoiler. So as usual, this was great. Everybody, I know I say it all the time, just plays the damn role so well. And you know where we're heading. And you know where we're going. And you know it's going to make you cry out of your seeing devices. But you still just buy in every single damn week. Get it out. Rey Mysterio is out here next. And despite running away to SmackDown so he wouldn't have to deal with Dominic anymore, he got on the microphone and he said, well, look, I just want to talk about my son. He's basically embarrassed that Dom now thinks he's some kind of gangster. But he has come up with a way to make this okay. He's going to enter the Raw Rumble. <laughs> That's like, Rey Mysterio, I love you, but you are the worst father ever. Also, please do note that Rey Mysterio didn't have to qualify for the Raw Rumble, unlike those other geeks, when, of course, he got interrupted by Karrion Cross and Scarlet. And they got in the ring and basically went, <laughs> Ray, do you remember when you won the Royal Rumble 17 years ago? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, good one. Aren't you an idiot for having success? The whole point was is that it must have been a downer for Ray, because of course Dominic may have been his pal back then, but these days he's not his pal at all. And also when Mysterio was winning these things, he wasn't there for his son, which is probably why Dommy Boy grew up and got put in the slammer. Mysterio didn't take kindly to this at all, because if he had have done, it would have been super duper weird. And just as he was about to smash Karrion Cross with the 619, Scarlet grabbed his foot, which meant Karrion was able to, to lock in the cross jacket. Rey Mysterio was dead. He wasn't dead, he just passed out. So this view continues, and I still don't 100% understand why we're doing it, because it's not even happening at the Raw Rumble. It's happening on two weeks on SmackDown, but as long as it gets us to Rey versus Dominic at WrestleMania, maybe in some kind of prison brawl match, I don't even care. It was fine. Up. SmackDown then went really weird, because we were in the back with Maxine Dupree, who we haven't seen in weeks, and Emma, and they looked at Liv Morgan and were like, hey Liv, do you remember that video you did last week when you said you didn't care about being number one in the Royal Rumble? We both think that's kind of stupid. Now Liv did not say this. She said she was going to win the Rumble no matter what number she did pull. And also don't forget it's meant to be random. When Raquel Rodriguez walked in and said, hey, I just couldn't help but overheard what you were saying. And I agree. It'd be better if you did come in last. Because look at you. You're really small. What? Liv then pretended she had a palm reading so she could slap Rodriguez right around the face and they are going to have a match later. All of this was just really, really surreal. It was like four people having a conversation but there was absolutely no linking whatsoever. 
What are you gonna do? And then Zia Lee, I tell you, somebody actually has to hate her. Because as of late, she joined Damage Control, but she didn't. She turned heel when she was wearing a hoodie and she attacked Tegan Knox. When we finally got to the match with no hoop-ha at all, Zaya just lost. The finish also came out of nowhere because Tegan just hit the Shining Wizard and got the 1-2-3. And this couldn't have gone longer than two minutes. So I don't understand why Zaya Lee did any of this, both within the world of kayfabe and outside of it. It didn't help her at all. And she can still barely get on TV. I'm giving it a down. However, I do have to say, given that they got no time, this was actually kind of good. And on the flip side, it did take Tegan Knox and go, well, she's a pretty good pro wrestler, especially if you're not familiar with her work in NXT. So at least we're able to hold on to that. But otherwise, both these guys are totally directionless. It is confusing, but again, it was a pretty good two and a half minutes. Uh, we then saw that after SmackDown last week, the Viking Razor had attacked Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. When we cut to the Vikings, and they just spoke in riddles. I'm pretty sure that Sarah Valhalla Logan told us that she talks to the magical powers and then she relays those messages to Eric and Ivar. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. What are those messages? Oh, Eric, you need to clean up the dinner table. And Ivar, you've got to take out the garbage. I'm onto you, Valhalla. I know what you're doing. But they did cut to Seamus and McIntyre, who are in Adam Pierce's office. As always, they act like they're siblings because they were just whacking each other like they were friendly. But every single hit would have knocked anybody else out. They also didn't agree here either because McIntyre wants his revenge against the Viking Raiders, whereas Seamus wants his revenge against the Usos because they were screwed seven days ago. But Adam Pierce had a plan. Why don't we do a tag team title tournament on SmackDown? And whoever wins that will become the brand new number one contenders. Now, this is very interesting. So we did the same thing on Raw, where the Judgment Day won that. And I presume that Drew McIntyre and Sheamus will win this one. So are we about to split up the unified tag team belts? And if so, let's cool our jets a little bit. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Surely Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have to win those. And of course, that's just my fantasy booking land and who knows what's going to happen. And the absolute best thing about Sheamus and Drew is they want to call their team 
if you've been on social media, the banger bros. <laughs> and if you know, you know. And if you don't know, do not put that into Google. But that made me laugh so much, and I enjoy their relationship to such a degree. Give it enough. Bray Wyatt then came to the ring, and surely he must be teasing some mega nostalgia, because he basically took every single one of his gimmicks and he threw it in a pie. Because not only was he in a rocking chair, he even said, Green Bay, we're here, which ties into the whole Eat of the Worlds thing, which he also called himself. And when a QR code appeared on screen, if you followed that, you got to a video of Firefly Funhouse Bray, who ended his little speech by saying, Let me in. So now we've got The Fiend. This is mostly mumbo jumbo as it's always mumbo jumbo, but it is very interesting mumbo jumbo, especially when he kind of went through all of these novelties and he said, I am Uncle Howdy. Now his whole idea is that he can be everything to everyone, but that's a very intriguing line to throw in there. I don't know what we're going to do. He also promised at the Rumble it will be his rebirth and he's going to kick LA Knight's ass. So this storyline is quite clearly going to culminate at that premium live event. And I say you damn right. I have no problem with taking our time and I have no problem with being patient. And I have no problem trying to handle all this spooky wooky stuff. Because there's a ton of stories on wrestling TV. Surely one of them can be a slow burn. And look, when I ask myself, Simon, do you want to see what's going to happen? I've got a strange voice when I talk to myself. I answer, yes. That's all I need. Caleb Braxton was then interviewing Kevin Owens, and before he could say much of anything, here came Sami Zayn. He's super upset because he feels like Owens is responsible for all of this, whereas Kev was like, no, I'm not. I was just hanging out on Raw playing Nintendo. It was the bloodline that kept coming to Monday nights, and it's Roman Reigns that keeps making all these matches. As soon as he did point the finger at playing at our tribal chief, Sami Zayn was so upset too, and he was like, don't you talk about him that way, I love him. He also thinks this is the major reason why Kevin Owens does have so much beef, because he can't handle this love. And as ever, you put these two guys in a room, you put these two guys on a microphone or in a match, they just have such good chemistry. I mean, this genuinely felt like two people arguing. It didn't feel like funny muddy pro wrestling at all. I'm just going to give them a seal round of applause and I'm giving them it up. What I am going to say is please let it have the proper ending with no shenanigans now that some people may or may not be back in WWE power. Kayla was then flying all over the place because she was then with Gunther and Gunther had a message for all of us because he was like, yeah, I told you that I was going to retain my Intercontinental Championship and now I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and our main event WrestleMania 2. While it's probably not going to happen in 2023, should that happen in the future? Yes. Raquel Rodriguez versus Liv Morgan in a I'm Bigger Than You match was next. Even though this too was very strange, for some reason it kind of reeled me in. Because I assumed that Raquel was going to win because of course she lost to Ronda Rousey recently. But we also have been doing a little something something with Liv, so I felt like, well, we have to plug that in somewhere. And we did come up with an idea. But yeah, it just wasn't what I was expecting. This still tied into Morgan's new crazy ways as halfway through the thing she did get a table out when she was going to hit that big senton. But Raquel Rodriguez just rolled off slowly. And as you can imagine, all the fans went, we wanted to see violence. Now, when you remember that Raquel also busted into that locker room, it was all like, oh, I'm really big and you're really small. I could be totally wrong on this. Kind of feels like we're about to turn her heel. We also, of course, did this spot where Liv threw Rodriguez over the top rope so Michael Cole could go crazy like Kermit the Frog and say, if that happened in the Royal Rumble, she would be eliminated. Even though it wasn't the Royal Rumble, was it Michael Cole? And from nowhere, Raquel just hit the powerbomb and she got the uno, dos, tres. This really was out of left field, but it just wasn't boring and I can't figure out why. You're going to have to imagine it is going to build to a spot in the Royal Rumble. So look at me. I now need to know what's going to happen. I don't really understand how WWE pulled this off. Maybe they're just more interesting characters than I realized. 
and I'm giving it an up. Didn't think that happened. We then had a quick segment with Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce, because Sonya was like, hey, can I have another match against Charlotte Flair? And Adam Pearce was like, no, you t- totally lost last week. That ain't how it works. They then had this back and forth, which basically ended with them saying, if you do want to have a shot at the SmackDown Women's Championship, you're going to have to win the Royal Rumble. But you can already see what's going to happen here, because after the commercial, Sonya just found the queen, and she beat the crap out of her. And when officials are shouting, uh, can you stop that, please? DeVille continued to beat the crap out of her, because of course now Charlotte Flair will be really mad, and she'd be like, give me her at the Royal Rumble. There's your match. And why the hell not? I mean, it's a pretty lame story because why doesn't everybody just do that? But I do think Sonya Deville deserves another shot because I like Sonya Deville. Although this was kind of just there, but at least it served a purpose. We then had another video for Cody Rhodes and I'm pretty sure it's the same one we played on Raw, but it's so damn good and I can't wait for him to return. When it was main event time, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, they are incredible. But like I said earlier, every time they're in any kind of vicinity to each other, they just pull it off and I don't think I've ever seen them have a bad anything. It was exactly the same here. The fans were also super into it too, which made it so much better. And Sami Zayn had a plan. Given that he had the power of Roman Reigns in his heart, why didn't he just run at Kevin Owens? And for a good few minutes, this was working until Kev grabbed him and threw him into Barry Barricade. And as ever, I was straight on the phone to WWE HR. I'm like, why aren't you taking care of Barry? This is happening more and more. Sam had a plan of his own because he hit a brain buster on the ring apron. And I checked that is the hardest part of the ring. And then these two were tussling the top like a couple of goobers as well when Kevin Owens got the better of that and he busted out a frog splash and I was like yeah this is gonna be great. It was then just wrestling tennis because Sammy was able to avoid the pop-up bow bomb and hit the blue thunder bomb for a near fall and then of course we got the spot that we always need from these two. They ran at each other and just started pummeling the other guy once again. They're just the best. They were then back on top again when Zayn got murked and Owens was able to hit the fisherman buster for another near fall but by this point it was just move one two R. Move one two R. And of course, the fans started to chant, this is awesome. And I was having such a good time, I joined in as well. And this makes me very, very weird, because I'm just in a silent room. The finish was super interesting too, and goes to show that you can have a stupid finish and make it work. Because it looked like Sami Zayn was going to win here. He was setting up for the Haluva kick, when all of a sudden, the Usos and Sola Sokoa were here. They attacked Kev and it caused the DQ. It just tied right in though, because Sami Zayn looked devastated by this, and when they hit the 1D onto Kevin Owens, he was beside himself like, I was gonna win, I was gonna do this to Roman Reigns, why have you taken my moment away from me? And there's so many ways you can comprehend this, because one, maybe they were taking his moment away, two, maybe they didn't trust him to get the job done, or three, maybe Roman was like, oh no, he is gonna beat Kevin Owens, and that's my job at the Royal Rumble, Somebody sort this out. So does Sakura also splash Kevin Owens through Alan the announce table. I tell you, Sakura is going to have a great year. And when they all celebrated with their fingers, they kind of got Sam involved, but he just told the story with his face. He isn't happy at all. And maybe, just maybe, he's concerned for his former friend. It just goes to show you can take a DQ and really make it work. And honestly, I could have got a shovel and dug up how much story depth there was to this because you can just pick and choose which way it's going to go. And of course, when we get to that damn Raw Rumble main event, you just know it's going to culminate. And look at me, I'm so damn excited like a moron. It is getting it up. Which did indeed bring us to the end of SmackDown. And honestly, this show is just fire right now. It just takes everything that they've done the week before and it builds and it builds and it moves and it moves. And it never feels boring. Almost like a two-hour wrestling show is the way to do it. 
up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night, WWE Smack It Down. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And do the usual, whatculture.com, social media, whatculture.wwe, and time, and Miller316. And there's ups and downs videos for everything WWE and AEW. Type in your favorite show to the search bar. It's probably there. My name is Simon Watt Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Know that I love you with every single ounce of my being. And I'm very, very scared about the future of Sami Zayn. It's not going to be good. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.